Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right. Well, we're watching sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Receive 20% off all windows and doors with no money down up to three years to pay it off interest free. Call Guided Door and Window today at one eight seven seven go guida or visit goguida.com. Now, normally, Mike, we talk about things that we have watched already and give out recommendations. Today's a little bit different. We're talking about a movie that is premiering tomorrow at the Philadelphia Film Festival. Sold out performance, but there is another one later in the week where I believe people can get tickets. The name of the movie is Rittenhouse Square. The writer, director, everything is a local guy. Let me just tell you about this guy before I call him up. His name is Brandon Eric Kamen. He's a Havertown guy, former intern, WIP intern for Ray Dinger and me. Grew up. Kyle Quinn gives you something to shoot for, man. There you go. A steam <laughs> filmmaker. Uh, I, I've known him since he was a kid. He's not a kid anymore. Uh, now he's a filmmaker, and he joins us. Brandon Kamen, how are you this morning? you got to be feeling great. Uh, thanks for having me, Glenn and uh, Mike. Uh, you know, it, it brings me back to when I was five years old, top shelfing you in street hockey. Yes. But, you know, we've come a long way. <laughs> just, just to, And I've talked about this in the air before. We used to have in our neighborhood these street hockey games that would go on for like eight hours. Oh, my gosh. And they, it would start, and then you would, kids would come and go. And, you know, they'd like go in for lunch and come back out, but there'd still be people playing. And I was kind of the, the – Steady goalie. Okay. And not particularly good. So, yes, Brandon has scored on me a few times. <laughs> but now, you've made this movie, Rittenhouse Square. It does premiere tomorrow. Tell us a little bit about the story of the movie. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Rittenhouse Square, I've always gravitated towards, you know, projects that are kind of like underdog, uh, you know, uh, against the odds types of uh, storylines. You know, our first movie was The Nomads about a, a rugby team in North Philly. This one uh, is about two young, uh, no, two people, uh, kind of different walks of life. Uh, a young kid from the suburbs who's like a street singer, group of friends, and an older veteran played by uh, Nick Nolte uh, in Rittenhouse Square, both on the path of like self-destruction, and they uh, remedy their dark times with their friendship and, and, and music. So, Brandon, there are multiple stars in this movie, and we'll get to one of them in a minute. But um, I want to know what it was like to work with Nick Nolte. Uh, you know, obviously a, a famous, a well-accomplished actor. Um, so many great performances and so many great roles. What was it like to work with him? Yeah, I mean, you can imagine I was a little intimidated at first going out to meet him. I mean, this is only my second narrative film. Um, I spent, you know, 10, 12 years in, in commercials, so... So, you know, I wrote this with him in mind. He was my number one. And when he was interested, you know, I got to go out there and meet him. And when I tell you the guy could have been more humble, more excited to be a part of the project, it really just put everything at ease. You know, we would Zoom two to three times a week for months leading up to the project and just run lines together. So we were, we were boys kind of going into it. And it was, it was, he's one of us. He really is. He's a football guy. You know, North Dallas 40, Blue yeah. Chips, yep. basketball guy, UFC, you know, Warrior, you know, he's a three-time, you know, Academy nominee, Academy Award nominee, Golden Globe winner. I mean, this, this is a guy with like 240 movies under his belt, and here he comes to Philly to work on an indie project. I was like, I was over the moon. 
Yeah, and and uh, I've seen bits and pieces of the movies. I'm looking forward to seeing it tomorrow. But he really, uh, he really did you justice. By the way, when Brandon was an intern for Ray and I, is when Ray and I were writing the Ultimate Book of Sports movie, and essentially Brandon was how old were you at the time 19 whatever how old, maybe younger than that no i was i was i was like 15 okay at the time. yeah was, and we ha- we had him kind of give us guidance on these sports movies for kids which turned out to be a great chapter so, so glenn yeah glenn, at first you told me to like give my best movies and then all the movies that i knew were that's true and <laughs> present <laughs> yeah. yeah like some stupid skateboard movie but hey we got it in there um, the city, specifically Rittenhouse Square, is a character in the movie, and I think people of Philadelphia will really appreciate how you honored the city in this movie. Well, that's, you know, not to mention you have a great cameo in there as well. Not even a cameo, you have a principal role in there. Oh, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to that, trust me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, authenticity is, of course, at the core of any project I want to be a part of. You know, we're using Rittenhouse Square for the majority of the movie uh, and, and locations around the area. Um, and we're using street performers that you would see every day in the square um, as well. So, you know, just be, you know, being in Philadelphia, filming in Philadelphia, having a cast and crew that's predominantly local, um, creating jobs here. I mean, that's, that's what we're all about. What were the challenges, challenges of shooting in Rittenhouse Square, Brandon? So, I mean, look, we were filming in the middle of the pandemic, like the, the heat of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was, of course, like a line item you're not expecting a part of your indie budget is like, oh, yeah, like here's 100 grand for uh, uh, COVID testing. We're like, what? <laughs> <Get out. laughs> yeah. so, but, that's, but that's when you get um, Philly steps up. We have each other's back. So Jefferson Hospital is like, hey, we got you. Don't worry about it. Um, so that was just like a production savior. Um, so weather when you're filming outside is a huge thing as well, but really you can't shut down Rittenhouse Square. You can get a permit, but you can't shut it down. And, you know, when you're at 18th and Walnut with Nick Nolte and a hundred person crew with big cameras, you're going to create some buzz, but everybody in Philly was what we thought it would be, which was everyone was chill and relaxed and excited to just sit back and enjoy the show. Um, the movie premieres, as we said, tomorrow. There is another viewing later in the week. Will people be able to get tickets for that? Yeah, I'm told through the uh, film festival that it's it's getting you know it's getting sold out pretty quickly. But if you want to grab some seats, uh, go to filmadelphia.org and uh, check out Rittenhouse Square. Uh, there's also a Rittenhouse Square documentary playing from 2005 from Robert Downing Jr. Uh, uh, senior, but uh, just make sure you go to the Nick Nolte one and uh, try to snatch some tickets. <laughs> so, Brandon, Glenn has yeah. been talking to me about his cameo in your film for months, and he's basically described it as the greatest performance by an actor playing a police officer since Al Pacino in Serpico. <laughs> yeah. I mean, describe his acting skills easy, for our audience, fellas. please. Easy there. Basically, if they if they try to recast Forty Eight Hours with Nolte again, <laughs> I would say Eddie Murphy out, Mac now in. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's all I know. I was originally in two scenes. Brandon, as often happens, had to cut the length of it. I did make one scene. I I have to believe because it seemed a pretty critical part of the movie. So I did. I am on the screen at least for one scene. Correct. Yeah, it's, you're you're on the screen. You know, he always busts my chops for the Nomads movie. Yes. He was a referee in the movie, and if you blinked, you missed him. And right, I was correct. so bad about that. Yeah. So, uh, 
you know, he, he's in there. My mom's in there. It's oh, just, you got them all. You know, there wow. you go. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The name of the movie is Rittenhouse Square. You can see it, uh, would you say, Wednesday night? Uh, it's this Sunday uh, on a bye week, you know, intentionally. Yeah. And then uh, next Sunday as well, so 730 at the Philadelphia Film Center. Terrific. And we are hoping that it gets wide distribution and you become a mogul, my friend. Good for <laughs> you. you. Nicely Thank done. You. Thank way to, way to right. go, Brandon. Congratulations. Talk, I'll see you tomorrow night. Going to the premiere tomorrow night. The red carpet, baby. You're going to leave me behind yeah. and go forge this next career of yours as like the next Javier Bardem. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. exactly it. Let us, uh, let us talk to you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.